0: Ben Shapiro Evenings. This is KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number
1: one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh, now cloudy sky and 37 degrees. The final days of the current Congress will include major announcements
0: and funding the government. How to fund the government before Friday's deadline is a big agenda item this week for lawmakers. A bipartisan deal for the entire fiscal year has been struck between some lawmakers, but it could face some opposition from Republicans who'd like to see a short-term resolution to fund the government until January when the GOP takes control of the House. The omnibus could include the Electoral Count Act, a bill that's meant to protect the certification of presidential elections. The committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol will hold its final hearing today, where new evidence could be shared and there may be a possible announcement concerning criminal referrals being sent to the Department of Justice. The committee is also expected to release its final report this week. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News.
1: Gasoline prices continue to fall across the country. Industry analyst Trilby Lundberg has the latest numbers.
2: We have another steep decline in the price of gasoline. Regular grade at retail just fell 28 cents per gallon in the past two weeks. And the new price is $3.27. This makes for a 72-cent price drop over the past 10 weeks.
1: Lundberg also predicts that further drops could be coming in the future. But oil prices may increase as well. Tulsa has the lowest national gas average at $2.50 a gallon. Honolulu has the highest at $5.05 per gallon. A man from Pretty Prairie is dead after a single-car rollover crash in Kingman County. The Highway Patrol reports the accident occurred sometime Saturday. 30-year-old Carson Becker lost control of his Ford Fiesta, left the road rolling several times in a ditch before his car came to a stop on its roof. Becker was pronounced dead at the scene. Authorities are unsure of the exact time of the crash, and they say Becker was not wearing his seatbelt. An 18-year-old man was hospitalized after he was critically injured in a northeast Wichita shooting. The shooting occurred Friday in the 4200 block of North Delrose. Police say the wounded man was involved in a disturbance and was shot by a 16-year-old boy, wounded several times in the upper body. Police say they located and arrested the suspect Saturday morning in the 1300 block of East Kemper. The victim's name has not been released. The Wichita City Council will vote on a proposal to upgrade the city's website.
2: That's one of the items on the council's agenda at Tuesday's meeting. The city will vote on a proposal to select Civic Plus from Manhattan to improve the layout, design, and search functionality, among many other upgrades. The new website will cost the city around $184,000 in year one, Wichita.gov is scheduled to go live by the third quarter of 2023. The council will also discuss salary and classification ordinances for next year, along with their 2023 insurance program and engineering permitting software and permit fee increases. Rodney Price, KNSS News.
1: With Title 42 expected to end Wednesday, the White House says the end of the restrictions will not lead to an open border. But lawmakers continue to speak out about the restrictions ending. Fox's Luke, uh, Lucas Tomlinson explains from the White House. Republican Congressman Chip Roy blasted Democrats earlier on Fox News Sunday, indicating this is all by design to get more migrants into the
2: country. Democrats want to simply throw more money at the border and then process more human beings while they're getting abused. They're the ones using them as political pawns for their crass political purposes. They're using the Hispanic community.
1: The White House insists the border is not open. Late
2: Friday, a federal appeals court here in Washington ruled Title 42 would not be extended, dealing a blow to many lawmakers who hoped the courts would extend the pandemic era policy that dates back to World War II and used by the Trump administration to stem the flow of migrants.
1: The White House in a statement says, we will continue to fully enforce our immigration laws and work to expand legal pathways for migration while discouraging disorderly and unsafe migration, quote, unquote. KNSS News Time now, six four, four minutes past six o'clock. Even in the morning here on KNSS 609 here on a Monday morning. The cloudy sky now in 36 degrees. Kansas Speaker of the House Dan Hawkins tells KNSS News he's happy with the leadership team in Topeka.
3: The leadership team's going to be a little bit different than it's ever been before. You know how it's been in the past. You know, the top three always did everything. And, you know, I've thought, you know, more hands make lighter work. So those, uh, those, the, the assistant majority leader and the whip and the caucus chair will be working really hard with us. And so I'm looking forward to really getting the team settled and getting into a flow. It's few few weeks off yet. It's coming really fast. Uh, January 9th is when we start.
1: Dan Hawkins was a guest on the John Whitmer Show heard last night on KNSS. Another day, another poll question from Twitter's boss.
2: Elon Musk continuing to shake things up at Twitter, asking users on Sunday if he should stay in charge of the platform after admitting he made a mistake by banning mentions of rival social media sites. Twitter announcing users will no longer be able to link to Facebook, Instagram, Mastodon, and other platforms the company described as prohibited. That move generating so much blowback that Musk promised not to make any more major policy changes without an online survey of users. Musk tweeting, quote, my apologies won't happen again, unquote, and launching a 12-hour poll asking if he should step down, adding, quote, I will abide by the results of this poll. Paul Stevens, Fox News.
1: Sundown began Sunday, began the annual observance of Hanukkah, marked by the lighting of the National Menorah.
3: The Ellipse, within sight of the White House, has hosted the Lighting of the Nation's Menorah for decades. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland, who has family members who survived the Holocaust, delivered remarks assuring the safety of the Jewish community to celebrate will be protected against bigotry and violence.
0: That is our legal obligation. But now more than ever, all Americans have a moral obligation to stand up against such hate.
3: The menorah will be lit each night for eight nights. It has been done on the Ellipse in Washington since 1979. Gernal Scott, Fox News.
1: KNSS News Time now, 6-12, 12 minutes past 6 o'clock.
2: And this morning, here in the Wichita area, in the area around Wichita, we've seen some snow flurries out there here and there. Really haven't seen that much in Wichita right now, as far as uh, things look on the which-way cameras. Things look overcast, but uh, you could be seeing some wet roadways out there. Uh, temperatures really not conducive to anything sticking. We get any kind of snow on the roadways, looks like anything that hits is going to melt. But uh, you know, you could see some slippery areas out there. Just a good idea to be careful. Uh, driving this morning. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers.
1: Now, the forecast from KNSS staff meteorologist Dan holiday Good morning, Dan.
0: Good morning. We'll see areas of light rain come to an end and move on off to the northeast. And we expect to be mostly cloudy and a bit breezy throughout the rest of today, our high 43. With a cold front moving through after midnight, Tarlow 22, it'll be sunny on Tuesday with a high 29. And a winter storm system will arrive late Wednesday night and Thursday. The blast of Arctic Air on KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now, a
1: cloudy sky, 36 degrees. We have a southeast wind at 8 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 of the morning here on KNSS, and uh, radar is indicating a line of uh, light moisture, maybe rain, some snow in it, stretching west from Wichita out along 54 Highway. Um, now it's moving to the north and moving to the north just about out of Kingman County over into. Reno County, Harvey's going to get some, but uh, uh, Wichita itself, the city, looks like we're kind of out of out of it for now, at least.
2: Yeah, I don't think we're going to get anything in in any of this that's going to really be snow. Oh no! And even if much. it is, it's it'll you know it'll be melting the second it hits. So, yeah.
1: I think going to be much to this weather event. Weather the rest of the week, we're going to watch as things turn into an icebox around here. <laughs> yeah, it's going <laughs> to get
2: it's going to get a lot colder. Things going to be. Any precipitation will probably, at that point, get be snow or ice. Today is Monday, December nineteenth, twenty
1: twenty-two. We had a sunny day across central Kansas Sunday. Wichita's high temperature forty-eight degrees. Normal high forty-five. Uh, that's probably as balmy as it's going to get this week. On this date in nineteen sixty-seven, nature delivered an early Christmas present in the form of a week-long heavy snow event. On Flagstaff, Arizona, burying the town in nearly seven feet of snow—eighty-three inches to be more exact—measured at the weather bureau there. On three days, the thirteenth, fourteenth, and nineteenth, Flagstaff received between fifteen and twenty-seven inches. Flagstaff, Arizona. Well, I, I thought was more or less out in the desert, like everything in Arizona. But apparently, it can uh, it can snow down there. Uh, really snowed seven feet of snow. In just a couple of days. Seven feet. Man, that is deep. On this date in 1998, President Bill Clinton was impeached by the Republican-controlled House for perjury and obstruction of justice. Clinton was subsequently acquitted by the Senate. That was in 1998. Jews in Ukraine lit a giant menorah to start the eight-day Hanukkah holiday as tens of thousands remained without electricity. Dozens gathered in Maiden Independence Square in the capital, Kiev, at sundown of Sunday to light the first candle of what local Jewish leaders say is Europe's largest menorah, a nine branch cant- uh, candelabrum used to uh, celebrate the Jewish Festival of Lights. Kyle's, uh, uh, Kiev's, that is, mayor, joined amb- ambassadors from Israel, the United States, Japan, Poland, Canada, and France in a ceremony organized by the Federation of Jewish Communities of Ukraine. And in Los Angeles, P-22, the celebrated mountain lion. Oh, yeah, the mountain lion. Took up residence in the middle of Los Angeles and became a symbol of urban pressure on wildlife has been euthanized. Oh, man. Yeah. Fish and wildlife officials said Saturday the decision to euthanize the beloved big cat was made. After veterinarians determined it had chronic illnesses, such as a skull fracture, likely from being hit by a car. Ah. Yeah. P-22 not in good shape. P-22 became the face of the campaign to build a wildlife crossing over a Los Angeles area freeway to give big cats, coyotes, deer, and other wildlife a safe uh, path to the uh, nearby Hutchins, Santa Monica Mountains, where they have room to roam. So... Yeah, Hutchinson's made some efforts to get him get him out of there and uh re re uh what do you say not replant them but <laughs> restore them to outdoor living and uh yeah. some of it's worked, some of it hasn't, it looks like. But uh well. Oh. Yep. Uh P22, the big cat. Well, mm. yep. nature's we're infringing on nature's territory, and this is this is what happens. Six seventeen now, Stephen Tells the Morning here on KNSS. And it is time for our uh, lead off sports this morning with Jan Chambers the Kansas City Chiefs. well, they clinched it, right Jan?
2: Yeah, for the 7th year in a row they clinched the AFC West. They're, they they won their, <laughs> they won their division. Uh, it wasn't pretty. Yeah, it really wasn't. Uh, they were in Houston on uh, Sunday facing the Texans and Houston took the early lead and led for almost the entire game basically. Uh, uh, Halftime, they led 14-13. to 13. The Chiefs were keeping it close. Uh, the Texans outscored the Chiefs in the third quarter. A touchdown to a field goal, but the Chiefs hung around. They tied the game at 24-all uh, and even had the ball with a chance to win it in the final seconds. And Harrison Butker goes up to make that game-winning 51-yard field goal and did not. He, he missed. So The game went to overtime. The Chiefs got the ball first, failed to the score. They had to punt the ball away in overtime to the Texans. Not good news. Not good winning odds. But what happened next? Well, it was a huge play by the Chiefs' defense. Here we go. Uh, you heard it over, on, or you heard it right here on 90, ninety-eight-seven, 1330
1: KNSS. Agunbowale is the running back. The quarterback is Davis Mills. Texans ball at their own 13, snap the Mills. Looking left, she's trying to pressure, and now Mills will scramble. Gets across the 15, the ball's out!
0: The ball is out! And the Chiefs trying to fight for the ball. Looks like the Texans might have it. They jump on it at the 26. Willie Gay Jr., does he have that football? The Chiefs, they still have not given the signal for the Chiefs. And now they do! Willie Gay Jr. recovers a fumble in overtime at the Houston
1: 25-yard line.
2: Very short time later, Jarek McKinnon running for the Chiefs, rushes for the game-winning score. Chiefs win it, 30-24, but it was very, very close. Next up for the Chiefs, a game game Christmas Eve, uh, Saturday hosting the Seattle Seahawks. NFL Monday Night Football tonight is actually right here on KNSS at 6 30. The Los Angeles Rams in Wisconsin facing the Packers. We had a 10 point loss in a low scoring game Saturday for the Shockers. Shockers hosting Oklahoma State at Intrust Bank Arena. They went 1 21 from three point range. They lost 59 49 to the Cowboys. It's interesting, the road team has actually won that game in the last seven meetings. Shockers won three steer won three straight at Gallagher-Iber Arena. The Cowboys have won their last four visits to Wichita. That goes all the way back to 2002-2003. WSU wraps up the non-conference portion of their schedule on Thursday night against Texas Southern in Charles Koch Arena. Tonight over on KFH at 6 o'clock, it's the WSU Coaches Show with Isaac Brown, followed at 7 by the Coaches Show with women's head coach Keith Adams, the Chalker women cruising to a 72-42 win over Southern University Friday night at Charles Koch Arena. Uh, Wichita State ladies heading into the Christmas break with a matchup versus Wyoming on Tuesday at 6 o'clock. KU handled number 14, Indiana, pretty easily on Saturday, 84-62. Next up for the number 8, Jayhawks. KU hosting Harvard on Thursday night. K-State playing in Kansas City Saturday night, hosting Nebraska in the Wildcat Classic. And the Cats rolled to a 71-56 win over the Cornhuskers. It was a a fairly easy win there for the Wildcats. On Friday night in Allen, Texas, the Wichita Thunder lost 4-2. The Americans scored three goals in the final period to win that one Saturday night. The Thunder were leading 3-0 in the third, but this time managed to hold off a furious comeback attempt. They win at 4-3 over Allen. Thunder returning home on Wednesday night to begin a three-game series against Rapid City. That's sports on Stephen Ted in the morning. 621 now Keep it for Dr. Sanjay
1: Gupta, including strength training in your exercise program. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS.
0: This is Stephen Tad on 98-7 and 1330 KNSS.
1: Good morning, Steve. McIntosh here on this Monday morning, 630, 36 degrees. A man suffered critical injuries early Sunday morning in a crash just west of downtown Wichita. The accident occurred at University at Osage near Kellogg and Seneca. The driver was ejected from the vehicle and was hospitalized with critical injuries. Kansas Attorney General Derek Schmidt. Tells KNSS News
0: it's time for him to leave the AG's office. Although I personally would have loved to continue to serve, uh, you know, it, it, it's time to have some fresh ideas and some fresh uh, perspectives there. So these aren't supposed to be lifetime appointments, and, and it's time to uh, let somebody else have a turn. And, and Chris Kobach is going to be a great attorney general for the state of Kansas, and the voters have hired him. We're doing our best to hand the office off in, in better shape than we found it.
1: Derek Schmidt was a guest on the John Whitmer Show Sunday night on KNSS. The House January 6th committee is wrapping up its investigation into the violent 2021 U.S. Capitol insurrection. At a final meeting scheduled for today, the panel's seven Democrats and two Republicans are poised to recommend that the Justice Department consider criminal charges against former President Donald Trump. Such a recommendation could also target associates who helped Trump launch a multifaceted pressure campaign to try to overturn the 2020 election. Authorities in Ukraine's capital say it's being targeted in a new attack and a critical infrastructure point has been hit. The statement this morning came three days after what they described as one of Russia's biggest attacks on Kiev since the beginning of the war. The Kiev city administration says more than 20 Iranian-made drones were detected over the capital's airspace and at least 15 were shot down. It added that a critical infrastructure point was hit. Without giving more details, there are no immediate reports of casualties. The Pope reveals a surprising secret.
2: In an interview with a Spanish newspaper, the pontiff revealed that he has an out should ill health prevent him from performing his responsibilities as head of the Roman Catholic Church. He said that shortly after his election in 2013, he wrote a letter of resignation that he presumes is being held by the number two in the hierarchy of the Vatican, Cardinal Pietro Parolin. Francis, who just turned 86, has had his share of health issues, most recently surgery in 2021 to repair a bowel problem and a bad knee that required the use of a wheelchair for several months. Francis's predecessor, Pope Benedict XVI, became the first pope in 600 years to step down following health woes of his own, a decision hailed by Francis which led directly to his papacy. Karen McHugh, Fox News.
1: And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
0: We have a cloudy sky this morning with scattered showers pushing on off to the northeast. It'll be breezy at times with a high 43 Colder air will come in after midnight. Terlo 22. Sunny and dry tomorrow with a high 29. And a more significant winter storm system moving in late Wednesday night and early Thursday with Arctic air. I'm KNSS Meteorologist and Holiday.
1: Now a cloudy sky. Southeast wind at 8 miles per hour and 36 degrees. 634, Steve 10 in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Today is December 19th, 2022. On this date, in 1777, during the American Revolutionary War, General George Washington led his army of about 11,000 men to Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, to camp for the winter. And let's put it this way. It was not a pleasant winter for, uh, for the Patriots during the Revolutionary War. No.
2: Yeah, no, it was a Tough,
1: tough, tough time there. And uh, I remember as a kid, we, we, we took a trip and went through the Philadelphia area, and Dad made a point to stop. At Valley Forge, you know, you have a little museum there and whatnot. So uh, it was very interesting. These little tiny wooden huts that were built to, yeah. to house our soldiers. A lot of those guys spent the winter without shoes, without socks, so, and know, starving.
2: You, <laughs> if you oh. want to hear an interesting story about it and you think things are bad in Congress now. Oh, yeah, they were terrible. You need to look at the Continental Congress and how little support they were giving to the Continental Army. <laughs> especially by the time it came around to Valley Forge. It was was ridiculous. A Northern
1: California man has avoided prison time after he drunkenly trespassed at a preschool last year and attacked a pet tortoise named Michelangelo. Aw. The San Jose Mercury News reports the 42-year-old man was also linked to other break-ins at the East San Jose School and stole thousands of dollars of items in the days before and after the attack on Michelangelo a decades-old African sulcata, in January of 2021. The man's public defender said his client's behavior against the tortoise was the result of excessive intoxication. Oh, okay. Really? So So he wouldn't have been so mean to the turtle if he wasn't so hammered. Wouldn't be such a a turtle hater. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, that explains his inappropriate behavior. It it doesn't excuse it. It It certainly explains it. it. A U.S. company that helped build a huge aquarium in Berlin says it is sending a team to investigate the rupture of the tank, which (laughs) sent a wave of debris, water, and tropical fish crashing through the hotel lobby. It was located in and onto the street outside. Reynolds Polymer Technology, which says it manufactured and installed the cylinder... Component of the Dom dome, the tank, 20 years ago, said in an emailed statement that at this point it is too early to determine the factor or factors that would produce such a failure. The cylindrical tanks spilled 264,000 gallons of water. <laughs> Nearly all of the 1,500 fish that were inside have died, although some of the at the bottom were saved. So,
2: a real catastrophe there in Berlin. Yeah, definitely. For the the aquarium. Well, there's an aquarium all the way around Marlin's Ballpark.
1: There you go. (laughs) Los Angeles Mayor Karen Bass told NBC's Meet the Press that her administration will start moving homeless people off streets and into motel rooms through a new program that launches Tuesday. She told Chuck Todd on Sunday's show that uh, the program she hopes will reach a significant number of people. She also said no one will be coerced into moving into just to clean up the streets. Bass, on her first day in office Monday, declared a state of emergency on homelessness. An estimated 40,000 people are homeless in Los Angeles. And homelessness is a hugely visible throughout California with people sleeping on sidewalks and under highway overpasses everywhere in uh, in California. Went to the quick trip this morning, Jed, at uh, Rock and Douglas over here. Uh, our quick trip. We yeah, thought. yeah, sure. I wanted to give me some cookies, and I noticed that uh, there was a a person I didn't know it was a man or a woman, a person who was lying on the on the sidewalk right in front, next to the building, covered up with blankets and a tarp, and, and the shoes were off, and the person was sleeping there. Uh uh-huh. And I don't know what the policy is at Quick Trip, but I would imagine at some point, sad that, that somebody will come and ask him, ask that person to go someplace else if they want to do that. Uh, But it's a problem. It goes clear out and goes everywhere. It's everywhere. Okay, let's see. We got oh coming up an hour from now. We'll talk with the mayor, which Tom Mayor Brandon Whipple, our guest. Mondays with the Mayor with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Ted Woodward has a day off, but uh, we're here and we're doing our best this morning, six thirty-eight now, with Steve and Ted, and it's time for the KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well good morning Steve and Jad. Well Friday we saw the cattle complex close
3: mostly positive after some two-sided trading early in the session. Now the live cattle traded and closed above Thursday's highs and had the best gains compared against the feeder cattle. The lean hogs had large triple-digit gains with some new contract highs being made in deferred contracts. Now this Friday at two o'clock in the afternoon is the monthly cattle on feed and quarterly hog and pigs report. At the close Friday February live cattle 92 cents higher at 155.77. March feeder cattle up 2 cents at 184.70. And February lean hogs $4.12 higher at 85.77. Now the only positive closes of Friday were in the soybean and soybean meal futures. Kansas City wheat had double digit losses. Now trading this week for the ag markets will be regular trading hours. Last week we saw March KC wheat gain 16 cents, March corn gain 9 cents and March soybeans lost 4 cents for the week. At the moment we got downside in the grains. March Kansas City wheat down a half a penny at 843 and a half, March corn 3 and a quarter lower at 649 and 3 quarters. March soybeans down six cents at fourteen seventy-seven and three quarters. Now February crude oil is eighty-one cents higher at seventy-five dollars twenty-five cents. February gold three dollars and seventy cents higher eighteen hundred three dollars and ninety cents. March S&P thirteen points higher at thirty-eight hundred ninety-two. March dollar index thirteen cents lower one hundred four twenty. And March Dow Jones futures up seventy-seven points at thirty-three thousand two hundred five. For commodity trading rag marketing advisory contact left for commodities on the phone or on. On the web by using eight six
1: six go to Tom. Six days till Christmas. Are you ready? Exactly. Are you ready to go? I'm as ready as ever. Okay. Well, (laughs) you got any? Have you got any uh, uh, shopping or wrapping to do now at this point? I don't. I'm I'm sitting in good shape. Uh, Maybe Patty still has some, but I'm in good shape. All right. Good for you. Good. And you can just relax and enjoy the week. I tell you, that's what I'm hoping on. Other than the weather. Well, I'm looking at that too, and uh, you're probably looking at the same thing I am. About Thursday, or I don't know, Wednesday or Thursday, we're going into the deep freeze around here. Looks like. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm dreading it. <laughs> I don't, I don't particular. The older I get, the the less tolerance I have for cold weather. I don't know about you, but uh, maybe that's that's just part of getting old. What do you think? I think it is because I don't have much tolerance for it anymore either. I can handle it, but I don't enjoy it one bit. Yeah, if I could just handle it and not have to get out of bed at all and stay there for a couple of days and pull the covers up over my head, I'll be fine, but I can't do that. You know? We just got to remember, it wasn't that long ago we was griping about 100-degree weather. No, I wasn't. I, didn't. <laughs> I don't mind the heat. I do like it. everybody. we gets like this. We're not even in winter yet, but uh, – Today's the, the 19th, so we're two days away from official start of winter, right? That's right. So uh, we're not even in winter yet. And I, every time it gets like this in the wintertime, though, I, I think about uh, all my grandparents, my great-grandparents coming out from from back east, uh, Indiana, I think is where they came from, and settling in western Kansas. And they didn't have, you know, the people out there had sod houses made out of sod for a while. And it couldn't have been very pleasant when the when winter hit out there. And I don't know how. They, they just must have hunkered down inside and got themselves a fire going somehow. And, and I think tr- it's pretty evident. They was a hell of a lot tougher than they us. They were a tough bunch. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. <laughs> All right. All right. Th- Thank you, sir. We'll check with you again tomorrow morning, 642 now. Stephen Ted coming up. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, the grandparents scam. He's going to tell us about that. That's on the way. Stephen and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen, 10 of the morning here on KNSS 647 on this Monday morning. Three big things. Kansas City Chiefs win seventh straight AFC West title, defeating Houston 30-24 to in overtime. Big drop in nationwide gas prices down 28 cents in two weeks to an average of $3.27 a gallon. Congress wrapping up business this week. Report of January 6th committee expected today. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS.
2: A potential traffic hazard out there. We've got uh, westbound on K96 at Greenwich, stalled out vehicle. Again, that's westbound K96 at Greenwich. Watch for a slowdown there. Traffic on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS is brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Located downtown at Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com. Your home for complete car care. 30% chance for morning rain
1: and snow, then cloudy today with a high of 43 degrees. Mostly cloudy and cold tonight. The overnight low dipping down to 20. Tuesday, partly sunny and cold. Tomorrow's high, 28 degrees. 43 today, 28 tomorrow. Now cloudy. Southeast wind at 8 miles per hour and 36 degrees shop local this holiday season for the whiskey lover in your life gift cards apparel and glassware available for all of your gift giving needs at the monarch 579 west douglas in historic delano Stephen ted here on knss another down day on wall street friday
0: Falling for a third straight session with stocks ending lower for the day and week on continued worries that the Fed will be tipping the economy into a recession with their inflation-fighting efforts. Big tech, real estate, and healthcare companies were among the biggest laggards, while communication services were among the gainers. And shares of Meta Platforms bucking the downward trend with the shares popping over 2% on an upgrade from J.P. Morgan Securities due to several factors, including that its revenue should start to pick up. The Dow winners, Caterpillar, Amgen, and Boeing, the Dow Decliners, Goldman Sachs, McDonald's, and United Health Group. The Dow falling 282 points, the Nasdaq down 105, S&P 500 down 43. Hillary Barsky, Fox News.
1: The British government says it will dispatch 1,200 troops to fill in for striking ambulance drivers and border staff as multiple public sector unions walk off the job in the week before Christmas. (coughs) Ambulance crews are due to strike Wednesday, joining nurses... Railway staff, passport officers, and postal workers wow who are all staging a series of walkouts in the coming weeks. That's in the United Kingdom. Hmm. The grandparents scam. Yeah. Don Grant, CFP, the money
0: tracker here this morning. Just tell us about it. Well, hopefully you won't get one of these phone calls there. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. You know, whether it's price gouging, debt relief schemes, COVID-19 scams, or romance scams, thieves are stealing Billions of dollars from Americans. The only mistake the victims made was to trust the con artist. Older Americans are prime targets for scammers. They are targeted because they often have a lifetime of savings. Their cognitive ability to deal with their own finances has often waned. It starts, whether you like it or not, it starts at 50 years old for most of us. And they tend to be more trusting to someone who has gained their confidence. One ongoing deception that has gained traction recently against uh, is is the grandparent scam and and it it works like this grandpa gets a call from someone pretending to be their grandchild they explain that they're having trouble and need money immediately perhaps they have a vehicle emergency an accident or they're in jail and they're they're stuck in Mexico and they need money to get out they have a pretty good story that has enough detail to make sense They will often tell the grandparent to not share the story with anyone, particularly their parents, that they are in trouble. You know, they don't want to be embarrassed or they don't want to know about it. The next thing you know, grandpa's wiring money to an unknown third party. That person often poses as an attorney or law enforcement officer. Once the money is wired, poof, the scammer drops off the radar, leaving it impossible to track to recover the losses. I wonder how Grandpa didn't know his own grandson's voice. (laughs) But in spite of that, this scam is very successful for thieves. Often the calls come in the middle of the night, catching Grandpa off guard. Older Americans may not hear well, thus not being able to distinguish their own grandchild's voice. They also may not have much contact with their grandkids, so they may not be familiar with their voice because of the emotions surrounding the event grandparents may be more susceptible to want to step up and help their grandchild and of course if you have any questions you can give me a call the number is 267 the new number two six seven zero six hundred. that's where you can reach me
1: that thing has been going that's been around a long time
0: it has it has
1: and, you know there are people who just like you say <clears throat> there are circumstances where
0: they can score some money yeah yeah, yeah, can, and, yeah. and and it's so easy to get information i mean I could go to your Facebook page, Steve, and probably tell you the names of all your grandkids. I mean, possibly, I don't know what you have listed, listed, or what, you know, but you can learn a lot about somebody by going a lot of on detail. social media. Yeah. And you can say, hey, this is Fred, you know, whatever. Uh, anyway. Okay. Well, today is National Harry Day.
1: <clears throat>
0: H-A-R-R-Y,
1: Harry. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Not like what's on your back. No, no, anything. no. It's yeah. the, the okay.
1: spoken form of Henry, an old English name often associated with King Henry, a title that eight english monarchs <laughs> held during the middle ages wow eight king harrys you could be a little more creative maybe yeah harry is a typical boys name in the us with over 370,000 americans carrying the title the name appeared in the us between 1840 and 1920 i personally don't can't think of anybody named harry that i know
0: i know you? a guy named harry and his girlfriend decided that harry was not good enough he had to become harrison Harrison, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, that put a little twist on it there.
0: Yeah, but of course we had Harry Truman. We had President Harry Truman. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had Harry and David at at Paris. Those are really good. Mm. Harry, Harry, (laughs) uh, Harry Houdini. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah.
1: But when it comes to Henry, I just remember that song that uh, who did it? Hermits, Hermits. I'm Henry the Eighth. eighth I, I am Henry the Eighth. eighth I, I am. am. I am. Yeah,
0: I've been married seven times. Before. Goofy little song there. <laughs> yeah. song.
1: All right, Don, six days till. Till the big day, Christmas. Oh uh, are you ready to go?
0: Everything under control at your place? I think so. Think so? Pretty much, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I had sort of a mini Christmas with my daughters this weekend, and that was kind of nice. And you know, set it off. Get 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 the party started, girlfriend. Time get to party. Get the party
1: started. Time to party. All right. Yeah. Okay. Now, thank you, sir. We will uh, check with you again tomorrow morning. We'll it's, look forward uh, to it. coming up to six fifty-five. Stephen Ted, seven o'clock now. Top of the hour news this morning. Congress is wrapping up business this week and a big drop in gasoline prices over the past two weeks. That's on the way. Steve, 10 in the morning here on
2: KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment Advisory Services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC. An affiliate of Kestra IS. Fortis Advisors is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS.